Hill to most people, and they'll think of the film of the same name starring Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Richard Curtis's rom-com gives the area a generous coating of cinematic sugar. In reality, it's not such an arty enclave full of eccentric chaps running little bookshops. It's now a very smart place to live in, and most of the shops here are also pretty expensive and upmarket. That said, it does better for individual one-off shops than many parts of London. One of the most famous places to spend your money here is Portobello Market, which takes place every day except Sunday along Portobello Road. On Saturdays, you'll find antiques and knick-knacks. Things like silver cutlery are a good bet and not too expensive. There are usually food stalls selling well-priced fruit and vegetables, plus North African, Caribbean and Asian food, which you can buy and take away and eat as you shop. Under the Westway flyover, you'll find second-hand clothes stalls. And this is where Jeremy Hackett and Ashley Lloyd Jennings, founders of the Hackett chain of Essential British Kit, first had a stall selling smart second-hand gentlemen's clothing during the 1980s to a new generation who fell for its nostalgic retro feel. If you've got the time and the energy, it's best to start at one end of the market and just walk along the mile or so of stalls so that you can see how what they have to offer changes as they snake along Portobello Road. Back to the shops again. The northern end of Kensington Park Road is good for clothes and accessories. In addition to the well-known names, including Paul Smith, there are one-offs such as Couverture and Garb Store, which have an interesting range of casual clothing by the big labels and some up-and-coming designers. There's an arty feel to this side of the street too, with galleries such as Grenade and Vessel. If you're looking for clothes in particular, then Ledbury Road is a good bet. Shops like Matches stock a wide range of designers, and if you want a break from the big chains and you're hoping to get some impartial advice, this is a great place to look. In Elgin Crescent, Graham and Green has homewares such as Venetian mirrors, funky retro chairs and scented candles, which are hip and yet have a traditional feel about them. Running parallel to Elgin Crescent and to the north of it is Blenheim Crescent, where you'll find books for cooks, which, as its name suggests, has every kind of cookery book and food book imaginable. It also has a small cafe and regular cookery workshops. The western end of Westbourne Grove is a short, broad section of street with a concentration of interesting shops. Again, there's an arty feel to it, with galleries such as England & Co, which has contemporary paintings and sculpture, and Stern Pizarro, which has more traditional works. There are well-established names such as Mulberry, with its elegant clothes, bags and accessories, and Brora, the smart Scottish cashmere brand. Just off the grove, in Artesian Road, Alice and Astrid has relaxed lingerie for women. One Westbourne Grove landmark is Wild at Heart, the florists, which is situated in the traffic island in the middle of the street.
Displays and arrangements are funky and contemporary, but don't forget you will be paying Notting Hill prices. Just two stops westwards from Notting Hill Gate, by the way, on the central line, is Shepherd's Bush, home to the vast and glamorous new Westfield shopping centre. Recently opened, this is one of the largest shopping centres in the world, and it has a huge flagship branch of every brand name store you can mention, as well as some that are less well known. Westfield's luxury section, which is called The Village, even has a huge Prada, Louis Vuitton and a Gucci. In some ways, it's like the West End of London, only all in one place and with a roof to keep the infamous British weather at bay. In the next section, I'll talk about another smart part of London's varied shopping experience. <laughs> 